Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington here. We've got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hello. We've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the king of the show, David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. Game That Tune in the house. Episode 343 is what's going on tonight. And my goodness, guys. What a show it's going to be. If you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, what we're going to do is the same thing that we do every week. We're going to listen to video game tunes. We've each got three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs. With a little bit of trivia, we're going to goof off. We're going to have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks the theme for our next episode and plays their bonus tunes. And our winner last week, it was me. It was actually not last week. We took a week off. Uh, you know, unforeseen circumstances. But uh, that week off got people an episode of Game That Tune Gems in their podcast feed. So it's been a couple of weeks, but we're back with a theme that I chose after my fantastic victory on episode 342. And that fantastic theme that I chose is games made or published by major studios. Talking about the big guns tonight, guys. The big names. Big ol' yeah, there it is. David's, you know, man, he's got some of that. That man meat, he's trying to show it off. Uh, fucking games made by major studios. Uh, David asked in the, you know, aftermath of last week's show, does WayForward count as a major studio? No. No, they don't. WayForward sometimes All has right, to... everyone. Chill. That's also not the that sound I wanted. That's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Johnny, I'd like to request again? going last. I'm going to upload new music. <laughs> yeah, you know, we all love you know games from studios. You know, like up and coming studios like WayForward. You know, they've been up and coming for 20 years. They're probably exhausted by now. Um, but you know, they sometimes have to like kickstart their games and things. I would not call them a major studio. I would call, you know, I don't know, Nintendo, Microsoft. Sony, Epic Games, Capcom, EA, Activision, Ubisoft, Squaresoft, Squaresoft, that's a good one, Enix. I don't think Squaresoft well, exists Johnny, anymore. Johnny, Squaresoft and Enix actually combined a long time ago. They're a different company now. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, Johnny, you didn't bust out your old Johnny Enix persona for tonight's episode, did you? <laughs> I was planning on it, but... Uh, oh, no. Crap. Johnny Enix evolved into Johnny Linux so long ago, I thought we'd just kind of close the book on that chapter of your life. <laughs> Johnny, I'm going to give you a quick financial tip. Uh, that Enix stock, you should probably sell it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, people know a major studio when they see one. Uh... Or at least I think they do. We'll see after how the show goes tonight. I think that we've got the big guns. You know, we uh, we brought out the heavy hitters. Those those big companies. Some of them. Uh, oh, I, I didn't say Sega. Sega, I would consider a major studio. They they're a big one. 
they don't make consoles anymore, but they make a lot of games. Um, you know, and, and that was not a definitive list, but we'll see. I'm interested to know uh, what you guys picked for the show. I'm interested to hear some fantastic tunes, probably some big production values, some big time franchises. Uh, just a, it's it's going to be a big night. Uh, Johnny, do we have a we have a DVD of the movie Big Night? the cooking movie starring Stanley Tucci that we could maybe throw up in the background for uh, for this big episode? So suck it! No. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so it's going to be a less big night than the 1994 film Big Night. That's fine. Um, we still got five fantastic games. We've got a fantastic fan request, and uh, we've just got a ton of fantastic stuff going on on tonight's show. So, Johnny, let us begin with uh, some major tunes from Game 1. Game 1.
guys so this game is the first game in the uh mainline series to receive an m rating
All right, who's feeling great? Always. I feel fantastic. Good. I wouldn't say I feel great, but I wouldn't say I feel bad. I'm glad that Jesse finally feels fantastic. Uh, so I want to give a thank you, of course, to our requester on this one. This request came to us in Discord from Taylor Y. This is our fan request for the night. Jesse says Final Fantasy 16. David says Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And Johnny says, what is Tears of the Kingdom? I think he's actually asking. That's not a Jeopardy answer. I don't think he actually knows what it is. Jesse is, of course, correct. Were we supposed to be doing Jeopardy answers this whole time? That's right. After 342 episodes tonight, we decided to... I talked to my to... lawyer, and he said we should probably not. Yeah. No. no. Only on special Game That Tune Jeopardy episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one time we did that. <laughs> um, that was even, fun as hell. Even then, we did pretty bad at it. But, uh, yeah. Final Fantasy sixteen. Uh, the six, 16th entry in the mainline Final Fantasy series, uh, and the first to receive an M rating, from what I understand. A bit of a mature game. A little darker in tone than uh, the last uh, last few of these Final Fantasies. Really darker in tone than, I think, all Final Fantasies prior to this. I mean, I obviously mean, those games eventually get they get dark and weird, but maybe not as explicitly as this one does. I was going to say, it's like, maybe the darkest Final Fantasy game... Six features the end of the world, and seven features your girlfriend crush being stabbed through the chest? Mm -hmm. Like, okay. Yeah, but up until yep. that point, David, uh, David, not, both, not so dark. Both of those events know. have been plot lines on episodes of Barney and Friends. Okay, that is some child shit, all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, real, <laughs> See, real basic. <laughs> one, once they added the Protoceratops, I dropped out of Barney and Friends, so I didn't right. get into the later seasons. Yeah, David but, David didn't know, Johnny, you actually just spoiled it for him, that eventually Baby Bop gets fucking stabbed through the chest. <laughs> uh, yeah. God. Um, it's pr pretty crazy, man. Pretty wild shit. Um... But yeah, uh, no, that's, that's the thing. I mean, obviously, I'm a slight Final Fantasy fan. Jesse is a bigger Final Fantasy fan. He could tell us what the darkest of all Final Fantasy games is. Um, you want to go by lighting? Uh, Dirge of Cerberus is pretty dark. That's what I meant, yep. Um, <laughs> Hot topic level. I want to know which yeah. one, you um, know, darkest outfits. One, you're a vampire anyways, so mm -hmm. that's that. That's good. So all the missions are like night. And uh, so that was pretty dark. Okay. But cool. I would say that this game, um, I have not played it yet. But what? from what I've seen, yeah, I don't have a PlayStation Five. Um, <sighs> Man, so sucks to be me. I'm, yeah, I kind of so bad. But yeah. what I've seen, there's a lot of like fucking uh, people saying fuck. Um, All right. A lot of like. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Violence. When um, you said there's a lot of fucking, I was waiting for another word because, like, I, no, I didn't yeah. imagine like fucking like as the verb. I thought fucking was like the adjective. Right. There's a lot of fucking blank. And yeah. No, yeah. There's a lot of a fucking. Lot of fucking moogles. Comma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking comma use of the word fuck. Um. But yeah, this is you know it's. It's Final Fantasy 16, so it's an angsty 16-year-old in the Final Fantasy world. So he's Wait. like, hey, kid, hey, mom, dad, fuck you. I'm going to go fuck my cousin. Is he really 16? a fire monster. Well, no, hmm. I'm just saying it's Final it, Fantasy 16, so. 
you know, okay. Final Fantasy has grown up. You know, is they're there... now that 16-year-old teenager. They got their fucking license. Oh, okay, they're driving gotcha. The, a the series has now reached 16. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Just wait till we get... <laughs> I thought I thought they literally twenty one, and he goes on a rager. Yeah, I I thought they literally made it to where like, okay, well, it's the sixteenth game, so it should be a sixteen year old kid, like, yeah, yeah. and it should be the darkest, most sexual Final Fantasy ever. Oh yeah, Final (laughs) Fantasy fifteen was the Quinceanera one. I'm sorry, can we go back to I'm sixteen? I'm gonna fuck my cousin. Yeah, was that a thing at the age of sixteen? Listen, David. Yeah, (laughs) we're all from Florida. (laughs) Yeah, when you're sixteen. And you want to piss off your parents and get some pussy. The best way is to fuck your cousin. Yeah. Two birds, one stone, friend. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to anger as many people as possible and also get a little something for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I won't say the word. smart, not hard. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so, uh, you know, I don't really know a whole lot about this game. Because I've... I thought for a while I was going to shield myself from spoilers in anticipation of maybe playing the game. And then I was like, oh, wait, yeah, it's only going to be a PS5 game. So then I realized I was just shielding myself from spoilers in indifference. Because uh, it's like, oh, I'm not going to bother with that. Like, it's, uh, it's not a system I don't have. So I don't know. I'm not going to play it. I, I know that the main character's name is Clive, so there's no way that the main character is 16 years old. There's no way there's a 16-year-old anywhere in the world named Clive. It simply <laughs> doesn't exist. <laughs> like, if your name's Clive, you're born 33 or so, and you just kind of age from there. Um, but yeah, I uh, yeah, I was messaging with uh, Taylor about it today because you know I was uh, I was a little behind on getting the music together and I was hoping he had been maybe listening to the soundtrack and he you know, gave me a couple of suggestions. I asked him how the game was and he said, you know, it's good. It's cutscene heavy in the beginning and the combat's a little kind of basic until you unlock some of the new skills but it's uh, it's really cool and it's, it's dark and if you like Final Fantasy and like, you know, a dark fantasy setting and a lot of cutscenes, sounds like a, you know, good game. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind yeah, of uh, play it, super intrigued. It looks really cool. Yeah, like, I think, you know, I've seen footage of the game, obviously, in the lead-up to it coming out, but I, I haven't really educated myself on what the game is. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm intrigued, because, I mean, I, you know, I don't know, I was never a big Final Fantasy guy, but I, you know, I played a good bit of, uh, 15, I played 7 Remake and loved it, um, you know, I don't know, I, I kind of, I want to get into Final Fantasy more so than I have. I was also just thinking, what if they what if they released DLC for Final Fantasy 16 called "And Pregnant"? Oh my God, that would be amazing. yeah. What if you know, What if they you know, they went to the MTV route <laughs> and released some fucking Clive could accidentally knock up some people DLC? Oh my God, that's so cool. Can oh you God. imagine Final Fantasy 16 and Pregnant? It's uh, they would sell a lot of fucking copies. They, they yeah. really would. Yeah. You know, based on my extremely, extremely, extremely limited experience of the Final Fantasy series as a whole... <laughs> of being pregnant. I <laughs> feel like Final Fantasy protagonists would be amazing on a reality show. Yeah, wouldn't they? You know... I, I don't know. A lot of them are... I, I feel like... Some of them, or most of them, 
at least half of them are supposed to just be like uh, a character that like imprint yourself on. Yeah, like a, a like, brooding vessel. <laughs> a yeah, blank like slate. it's like oh, you're like, yeah, there you go. You just you're like I'm pretending to be. I don't even think they're that guy, blank anymore. You know? <laughs> but then they got to where they're all like. They're all, like, kind of, like, angsty and stuff. And well, I, I think know, that the, you know. the series realized that fucking telling stories with main characters is a good idea, as opposed to just letting you be yeah. a blank person and having, like, a story happen around you. Like, yeah. well, and, I and feel it, like they're all very similar. Again, I'm, I'm basing this on my very limited view of the series, but That's I'm true. imagining, like, a house of people, one of whom is a mercenary that will occasionally cross-dress, one of whom is a woman that can turn into, like, a specter ghost esper-type creature, and one of them is just a knight. Like, yeah, those p- those personalities are gonna bounce off each other. A few of them are just a knight, yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I see where you're coming from, man. Yeah, like, uh, you know, Final Fantasy, uh, the challenge would be pretty great. You get all these, uh, disparate characters together to live in a house and compete for $500,000. I don't know. Sid would probably be the host. Um, <laughs> It'd be pretty good. I would like but, it if they did that, but they also brought in one person from the actual challenge, like Johnny Bananas is there oh, every yeah. season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. You know, it, uh, frankly, you know, the other uh, side of that would be good, too, is if CT was somehow the main character of a Final Fantasy game at some point. Yes. Like, you know, <laughs> he would fucking kill some motherfuckers. Like, you know, I don't know how many people here watch the challenge, but like. You know, CT is one of the baddest motherfuckers in the history of, you know, American television. You give him access to summons, he's just going to take <laughs> over the fucking world. <laughs> like, you, know, you think it's easy for him to do a fucking tangram puzzle and fucking run four miles now? Wait till he has fucking, like, Ifrit with him. He's going <laughs> to fucking dominate. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, uh, Johnny, you and I are going to have to get together, probably with Ryan Drake, and talk about challenge characters, or, ch- you know, challenge Final Fantasy crossovers. You know, dr- Dreamcast, a Final Fantasy game of challenge characters, and a real-world Road Rules challenge of Final Fantasy characters. That's, I feel like uh, that's a conversation Ryan Drake was born for. Yes, I think which, so. <laughs> which, which challenge character would be Dr. Todd? Ooh, man. Um, hold on, let me click on that for a second. I feel like Dr. Todd's he's kind of like an NPC, so he's like one of those early eliminated guys. He's not a, a big personality, so he couldn't he's be some... He's a fairly important NPC. Is he? Okay. So he couldn't be like Puck or Mark. You know, he's maybe like Eric from Real World 1, the guy that ended up hosting the grind. You know, he's kind of in the mix, but like doesn't really win anything. Okay. Um Yeah, but like everybody likes him and he's, he's you know, kind of still hanging around. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to dive into this, the you know the challenge, but um, yeah, uh, Final Fantasy 16. I don't think, to my knowledge, has anything to do with the challenge. I, I felt bad kind of picking it as a request because it's like it's been out for a month. It's on a system I don't own. Yeah, I mean like, and the soundtrack is just fucking immense. They uh, you know obviously Omatsu's not doing it at this point, but they got Masayoshi Soken, the guy that did the Final Fantasy 14 soundtrack. And, you know, it's just, it's, uh, it's, it's really good. I obviously haven't even scratched the surface of it, but it's like, man, just a, a big, big game that I feel is underserved by being featured on the show at this point. But it was like, come on, kind of undeniable. We're talking major studios, major games. Let's do fucking Final Fantasy 16. It's a good lead off. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to learning more about it. 
you know, maybe, uh, maybe one day playing it. Maybe one day very soon. Um, oh, yeah. just, uh, I just realized you know, that like visual gag is not going to work in podcast form. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm showing off for our fucking live viewers. You know, somebody treated himself. And uh, oh shit! Wow. Yeah, your boy John Harrington's jumping on the PS5 train, boys. Toot toot. <laughs> There it goes. Wait, no, don't I sincerely hope oh that was God, just the empty why? box and not like the PlayStation 5. Like, God, that's John, for the what viewers are you doing? to decide. John, what are you doing with that sledgehammer? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> fucking it. Uh, it's not launch week anymore, but I feel like nobody's seen a fucking PS5 be smashed in front of everybody in a while. So that's what we're doing. But yeah, uh, I decided it's time uh, to fucking to upgrade a little bit. I, I've been desiring to play new games and I. Uh, I don't have a fear of missing out, but I'm tired of missing out. I got Tomo. Um, so I'm going to fucking counter that by uh, owning this PS5 and playing this fucking Final Fantasy 16. And uh, I'll check back with you guys. Maybe when we repeat uh, repeat games again in like 20 goddamn episodes. Um, fantastic request, Tay. Thank you for that. And Johnny, let's keep it going. Game 2.
Alright, gentlemen. Uh, this game was only released in Brazil and the United States, and according to a programmer on the game, the team knew the game was destined for bargain bills, excuse me, for bargain bins, and the inevitability of the game's failure was incorporated into the game itself. During the ending, the main character cracks a joke about there being no chance for a sequel unless the game sells, quote, a zillion copies. Gentlemen, who's got those answers ready? Alternatively, who has those shots in the dark ready? I think we're all there. Alright, uh, let's see him. So, um, Chan says Raymond Final Wars. God, <laughs> I wish that was a thing that exists. Uh, Johnny says, what isn't Tears of the Kingdom? Which is technically correct, the best kind of correct. Uh, but Jesse has the true correct answer. This is Wild Woody. David, so, what yeah. the hell's Wild Woody? What? <laughs> so this is Wild Woody, uh, a game that was developed and published by Sega for the Sega CD. Uh, oh. It's often called the Swan Song of the Sega CD. I'm trying to keep my composure, but John's camera. Um, so yeah, this is a it's a 2D uh, action platformer game where you play as Wild Woody, who is a pencil. Um, you're trying to collect pieces of a broken totem pole, like a magic totem pole that was destroyed and scattered everywhere. So you're trying to collect all these pieces. And it's a Sega CD game. It's got Really nice sprite work. Um, a lot of the animations are really fluid and really cool. Uh, it's got a fucking kick-ass soundtrack. 
Um, the soundtrack was actually composed by Ron Bumblefoot Thal, who's a famed guitar player. He actually played with Guns N' Roses for a <laughs> long time in the 2000s. Um, He's like a fucking like a, a guitar prodigy. <laughs> it's, it's got some really interesting ideas. Like, you play as a pencil, so your main method of attack is jumping on enemies, but it's not like Mario yes, where you just crush them. Pencils do. As you jump on them, you kind of, like, erase them out of existence. Um, throughout the levels, you get pieces of paper that serve as power-ups because you can sketch on them to summon things. So, like, you can sketch up a kite that straps onto your back and helps you, like, jump further and everything. So it's it's got some cool ideas. Is the game good? Oh, God, no. It's awful. But I it has like some it, merits. I feel like it has cool ideas, except for the fact that you're playing as a pencil. Like, who asked for that? Why? The fact that a pencil can delete and create, it's kind of got like an Epic Mickey style thing. Sure. Excuse me. Epic Mickey style thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It has these like really big, expansive levels, so you're kind of exploring through them. Um, you... Oh, so, like, a, like an Aladdin on Genesis kind of thing? Like a warehouse mode? Yeah. Yeah, Fuck. basically. And, oh, no. um, you can, you can delete enemies, but also, like, there are certain sections in the floor and certain walls that you can delete as well to sort of explore through. Like, it's not a bad concept. It's just executed very poorly. Sure. Um, it controls like shit, and... For a game called Wild Woody, I know this is going to sound odd, it's strangely sexual? Like, oh, strangely sexual? Like, when you when you delete enemies, you just kind of, like, hop on top and then wiggle your ass on them, and, like, the main character's, like, pose kind of has him jutting his eraser out slightly, like... One of the developers even said, like, yeah, the, the title was a bit suggestive, and I, I feel like they kind of took the concept a bit too far. Wild Woody sounds like the name of some boomery restaurant, right? Like, up, you know, like the uh, uh, Dick's Last Resort, you know. Come on yeah. down to Wild Woody's. <laughs> like, no, some, you know, some fucking guy born in the 50s got the chance to take over a closed Ruby Tuesdays and fucking decide to call it Wild Woody's. And, uh, yeah, it's just Cisco food and the worst mixed drinks imaginable. <laughs> In beautiful Which Tampa, Florida. Which are surprisingly Florida. expensive. Yeah. God. Um, it has some cool boss fights, though. Um, one of the bosses, again, kind of going to that, like, oddly sexual thing. It's a female alien. She attacks you by kissing you. And her lips, like, the kiss from her lips becomes a sentient thing with bat wings that, like, hunts you down to kill you. You fight ah, it. Ah, Marin. <laughs> no, just... Again, with the boomeriness here. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted to get more. You fight, a, <laughs> you fight a giant pirate skeleton that sings. Like, I don't know if the skeleton itself sings, but the boss track music has lyrics. Um, maybe because they figured we're on the Sega CD, fuck it, let's use it, the space. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, we're not doing anything else with it. It's a weird-ass game. 
one of the levels is set in like a cemetery. It it kind of has a Sonic the Hedgehog vibe in that there's different worlds broken into two acts and then a boss fight. Um, that one of them is Sonic. <laughs> one of them is set in a cemetery, and one of the enemies is a zombie. The zombie looks like Elvis and attacks by belching out chicken drumsticks as a projectile. Mm. Yep, that's Elvis, all right. Yeah, it's him. That's the king. It's, <laughs> like I said, it's one of those things where, like, on paper, oh, you're playing as a pencil, you can delete enemies, you can sketch power-ups, like, okay, I could kind of see how that works, and then you pull it, it's like, oh god, this is trash. Um, I did find, I, I almost used this for the trivia, um, one of the, the sketch power-ups is a mermaid, and apparently, you can, if you collect the right items in the right order, you can summon up the mermaid topless. Mm-hmm. I already and, shared that in the Discord. <laughs> and, like, when the lead programmer saw it, and they were like, oh, wait, you already animated her tits hanging out? All right, fuck it. Keep it in the game. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nobody buying this anyway. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's going to see him. <laughs> oh, no, I'm getting a wild woody. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Um <laughs> God. Yeah, no, I don't know, man. I'm 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 taken aback by this. <laughs> it's uh you know, like ser- uh, yeah, I saw something on one of the pages I was looking at said it's possibly the only game ever made starring a pencil. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Possibly? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why the fuck would there be one? That's the point. <laughs> um, Do you think there'd at least be two? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no I like point this in the was, number two. This was developed by... Um, Sega. Yeah, well, it was developed by a, uh, a subsidiary called Sega Multimedia Studio, and if I'm reading this right, I think it was the only game they ever put out. <laughs> you know, I would be surprised. I'm sorry, only them. original game they ever put out. They did put out, like, a ah. Jurassic Park, you know, game. They okay. didn't invent the pencil. <laughs> now, did they hide titties in Jurassic Park? I oh, am yeah. investigating oh, yeah. now. Yeah. If you go to the level, all of a sudden there's going to be dinosaurs with titties. Right, exactly. Been waiting. Just got to, you know, unlock them sure in the correct order. Back. Yep. It's bound to bound to sell its second copy. <laughs> um, yeah, um, man, David, I'm fucking, I'm baffled by this. I'm more baffled in our discussion of this, David. What action does a pencil do unto something when you rub the uh, the pencil writing with the uh, the pink rubber part of the pencil? Uh, it erases? You've been saying delete this entire discussion. Okay, well, erase and delete are similar terms. Is the nub of the pencil called the deleter? Oh my okay, God, you know, <laughs> the whole reason I chose this game and is the titties be- on the mermaid. We know, man. We saw no, it. No, 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 no. This is we a peek there. behind the curtain. <laughs> the The theme was games from major companies, and everybody figured, like, I would go with Nintendo or Capcom, so I wanted to throw a curveball, and I wanted to go with Sega, and I was looking up Sega games, and I found a game that was 
Went to the bottom of the alphabetical list. <laughs> it was published and developed. So, like, there was no way I was going to get game over it. Like, oh, well, that may be a Sega game, but actually it's a, like, whatever development company game. Like, I, I wanted to find something. So, yeah, I was not expecting to have that kind of... So, David, let me ask you conversation, especially because I chose the word delete over erase. I'm just saying. Dang! Oh, God <laughs> damn it! My hands are tied, David. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you delete things off of a piece of paper by rubbing them with an eraser? No, man. What are you, what you know, you maybe about? that's what kids You're as do. demented as Wild Woody. How absurd. Um, yeah, sorry, David. <laughs>
Alright. So the ship mechanics in this game were met with overwhelmingly negative reviews, to the point where the lead developer said he wished he hadn't included it at all. The team had actually decided to axe the combat minigame because it was, in their words, a quicksand feature that ended up taking more time and money than any other system in the game. And the team actually decided to remove it, but thanks to executive meddling, uh, they were forced to put it back in so they could make it a Kickstarter milestone feature. It's a fine three-master, thin like a bird. Heave-ho! It's relented. Oh, Captain Parfito's never said a hard word. As we sail all our troubles away, hold fast to the helm, hold fast to the wind. Heave-ho! It's relented. Andra's grace so will all be skin as we sail down the dead fireway. Gone a long way, left our loves behind. Evo, incidental. It caused me a sorrow most unkind. While crossing down the dead fireway, hold fast to the helm, hold fast to the wind. Evo, incidental. Andra's grace for we'll all be skin as we sail down the dead fireway. They say. One fine day, hold fast to the helm, hold fast to the wind. Heave-ho, incidental. Andra's grace, so we'll all be skin as we sail down the dead fireway. Hold fast to the course, hold fast to the waves. Heave-ho, incidental. If we don't wind up in salty graves, we'll come back to Spirento someday. Hold fast to the helm, hold fast to the wind. Evo is relented. Andros race, so we'll all be skin as we sail down the dead fireway. All right, my hearties, how do you guys feel? Feeling pretty yar. Let's see uh, those answers and if Johnny cheated or not. Oh, no, he just drew a picture. That's fine. Okay, so... Oh, damn it, Johnny. Okay, so Johnny drew a uh, a penis wearing a pirate hat or a pirate ship as a hat. I'm not sure yet. And a peg ball. Uh, Okay. Oh, peg ball. Good job. Uh, uh, David says Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Incorrect. John has close answer, Pillars of Eternity. This is Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire. Oh, so close. Yeah. Well, um, yes, this is... I maybe got uh, bone. Oh, well. <laughs> this is uh, Pillars of Eternity 2, uh, Deadfire. Uh, the direct sequel, which I didn't realize that when I started playing this, <laughs> the direct sequel of Pillars of Eternity, and, I'm, um... I'm sorry, did you not realize a game with a 2 in the title was well, a direct sequel? <laughs> well, a lot of RPGs or, or games, you know, of that caliber, 
aren't necessarily direct, direct sequels. But yeah, this is just like, oh yeah, you're the character from the last game. You want to import your save or answer a bunch of questions? And I was like, oh, I guess I'll answer a bunch of questions. Okay, and, I got um, But it, it's a pretty, it's a real fun RPG. It's an Obsidian RPG. Um, they've made a lot of... I've heard of them. Really good games. Um, and uh, they're, at, they're owned by Microsoft now, too. So if there's any, any question, um, they're... Triple A as fuck, um, and so this is a CRPG, like you know, computer RPG, and um, I haven't played Wait, one of these in a long time. Go so ahead. Wh- what was the C? Computer. Okay. See, Why did that I'm, need stating? I'm I'm gonna side with John on this one because I usually think of Western RPGs and JRPGs. So when you say CRPG, I'm like a Colombian. Role-playing game? Come yeah. RPG? <laughs> no, that's a, that's a fairly common um, phrase in like uh, PC gaming parlance. Um, I'm sh- like Johnny. Back me up here. You've played CRPGs before. Oh, it's a PC <laughs> gaming thing. Okay, that's why I'm completely lost. You shouldn't ask Johnny for backup on anything related to video. Games. I know. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. No, no, it's no. A, you shouldn't it's a ask DC RPG. It's you, uh, you shouldn't ask Johnny. <laughs> anything about video games past 1994. Well, a lot of CRPGs were popular before then. Like, you know, Icewind Dale or like the original Baldur's Gate and stuff. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I never really thought about it, but like, I guess, yeah, I guess like a, a computer RPG is a pretty different from like a Western or, or JRPG really, because like like a uh, a, like a JRPG is usually played from like say a top-down perspective and you're doing a lot of talking with people and and things like that whereas a computer RPG tends to be more like you're playing as like the whole party and like often in a first-person kind of view right like is that no no am I okay <laughs> so like so. Dragon Quest thanks for being polite <laughs> Jesse <laughs> no sorry like, I, I didn't mean to get us hung up on this I just I, I no I I've no not it's heard. fine the term CRPG. It's, yeah. uh... It's Although, with this game being piratey theme, you could spell it C or S-E-A. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say with it being piratey themed, you could spell it C-R-P-G. Either way. It's a bit much, David. That's, that's good, too, <laughs> You know, again, my constant goal on this show is to get a Mario 2 set. With, with this One game day. being pirate themed, you could steal it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, no, you don't. You can't shoot for yourself. Okay, you're in charge of the sound. You don't get to like decide if you get it or not. With with this game being a pirate RPG, perhaps the C stands for Captain RPG. Maybe. Thank oh you. fuck you, Johnny. <laughs> you know, the Jack Sparrow or Barbosa in this RPG? Who could say? I like that. So, I'm looking d- up so the- Jesse, is it Captain Jack Sparrow or Barbosa in this RPG? Uh, neither. Um, but you do meet this little furry guy who says someone is a uh, who he's like, oh, this person can suck squid tits, and I was like, okay, th- this guy's my favorite character. Yeah, hold on, he, we need to get this guy on the show. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, we talk dinosaurs with titties from time to time, but we we really don't bring up them squiddies. So, yeah, no. Yeah. This, uh, All right, fine. Unless we're playing I'll, Splatoon. I'll, yeah, like, I'll I have get so many the drawing questions. tablet out. Like, does yeah, ink no. come out of the squid nipples or what? 
I don't Johnny, know. Johnny, please. I, I, They're merely called squibbles. Squibbles. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's very, like, no Dungeons way. and Dragons-y. You know, you got your classes, you learn, like, different abilities and and perks and stuff. And, uh, but it's all pirate of fun related. Game. Yeah, yeah. It's like pirate D&D, basically. Right. Um, Unlock the Mizzen and Mast this, and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. cannons and whatnot. Um, you can, you know, recruit people for your ship and stuff. I haven't done the, the, you know, they mentioned the ship combat being shitty. I haven't got that far yet. I just fixed my ship, and so I've just been able to sell, sail. And so now I'm kind of dreading the, the ship combat because the, the other combat is awesome. Like, you know, um, it's real time, but you can hit the space bar to stop it so you can, like, make your characters do different things and stuff. Which is really kind of, it's, it's fun seeing your characters all fight at the same time and stuff. And then, you know, if you're like, oh shit, this person should probably heal instead of doing this. So you can stop and tell them to do it and whatnot. It's, uh, animations are real pretty. It's, it's a cool game. It's like isometric, over the top, um, like most CRPGs. So is it, I'm sorry, it's, it's real time, but you can pause it. So is it real time? And also turn-based? Um, so when you start the game, it gives you an option to do the, like, real-time with pausing, or you can do a turn-based uh, version if, if you um, want it to be more like that. So, um, Okay, that's pretty cool as somebody who prefers turn-based RPGs. Yeah. And, um, and I think you can switch while you're playing, so you can try it out, and if you don't like it, you can switch to the other one. Um, I do like seeing, you know, like my five characters either casting spells or charging in to fight and then, you know, hitting pause when I need to. Um, cause so far the AI seems pretty good. There's a lot of fun dialogue choices based on like different stats and whatnot. Like, you know, you can put points into being streetwise and then, you know, you can tell people, oh yeah, I've. I've lived in this town before and I know how these people act or, you know, you are good with, like, nature so you know how, like, certain animals act and stuff. So there's a lot of uh, cool, like, non-combat, like, role-playing, you know, stuff you'd see a lot of good uh, adventuring. And it's a very solid game. I mean, it's Obsidian, so, like, that's what they do. They make good fucking RPGs. Mm-hmm. On computers. Um, well, not always on computer. Like, you know, they made uh, Fallout New Vegas, which was, uh, you know, a uh, console game. One of the uh, a lot of people's favorite Fallout games. Now, hold uh, on a minute. I'm sorry. I forget. Is Fallout New Vegas the broken one everybody hated? No, Fallout New Vegas is the, the, okay. is the one that came after Fallout 3 that everyone adored. Well... At first, it was broken, and I hated it. But they well, finally they every patched Bethesda it and got it. Game. They patched it and got it working eventually. <laughs> I think David's talking about seventy six. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, which apparently yep. has also been patched into being a playable game. Um, uh, yeah, I played it a little bit. It's it's pretty fun actually. I was just gonna say, could the C in CRPG also stand for console? I mean, it could, but generally, people that mention CRPGs are not talking about console RPGs. But couldn't they? Uh, I, don't know. I mean, yeah, you could be mean it be a uh, fucking 
Apparently, Baldur's Gate 3 is, that's coming out pretty soon. You can be turned into a cheese wheel, so it could be a cheese RPG. Okay. Mm. So okay, we're talking. I, I need to track down the system this is on, because an RPG where you play as a cheese wheel, that is appealing to me. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I it, a, a CRPG, a cheddar Roquefort port Gouda. <laughs> I love also it. I love a good. God damn it! I, I, you know, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna top that. I don't know what, what I'm doing. I got it. I fucking nailed it. You can't do yeah. anything better than that. I was I gonna try to do something with like crossword cheeses. I was gonna try to do something with John Cleese RPG, but uh, it's just no. Uh, oh, Cleese RPG! <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're just changing letters. You're playing a game of upwards here. Okay, it's a cheese RPG. No, it's a cleese RPG. It's a cleese <laughs> RPG. It's a soccer game. See, mm-hmm. that just makes me think of the uh, Money Python sketch with John Cleese in the cheese shop. Mm-hmm. Johnny, you almost got there. Yeah. Yeah. I almost tied it all together. I feel like we're like one guess away from completing this wordle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. What could the word be? So many C words I can think of. A crease uh, RPG. It's a game about folding origami. Ooh, that could be a paper airplane RPG. <laughs> probably not, though. It's probably computers. <laughs> Actually, okay. Real Jesse talk- seems pretty adamant that the word is computers. Real talk, that would make for an amazing RPG where, like, the skills that you develop are based on origami. Like, you can fold a crane and then summon cranes to attack the enemy. Like, yeah. honestly, that sounds pretty cool. You can, only advance, Paper Mario. you can only advance every skill like seven times before you just can't fold it anymore. <laughs> Good, man. See it. Uh, Jesse, cool game. Did not know about this pirate game. Uh, despite almost getting it right. Um, wh- where do the pillars come into it? It's the only thing I can think pillars. of. <laughs> I was so, going to say, you know, we forgot about the pillars, man. It's like the cones. <laughs> so it's uh, it's it's uh, um, Darby Allen, Sammy uh-huh. Guevara, yeah. <laughs> um, MJF, and Jungle Boy, mm-hmm. and uh, they are the pillars of the Eternity. There it is. And, uh, no, see, it's it's a pirate RPG. Excuse me, it's a CRPG. Or you're on pirate ships, so the pillars are those giant wooden things that hold up the sails. The mast. <laughs> yeah. Yes! He did it, folks. He did it. It took, you know, David Busnow's boat pillars, but he finally got there. Um, good. Good for him. Can't top that. Nope. Game four.
All right, guys. Uh, this game uh, features character designs by Tetsuo Hara, who is, of course, known for his work on the Fist of the North Star manga series. Alright guys, who's feeling great? For the first time tonight, I am feeling good. I'm glad to hear it. Oh man. Johnny says F-U-C-K with some periods in between. I'll ask him later what that stands for. Jesse says front butt mission. Sadly incorrect. Oh. And David has the correct answer. This is of course... Saturday Night Slam Masters. It took me a second to place that last song, but that's Hagar's theme, isn't it? That's Hagar's entrance music from Saturday Night Slam Masters. That's, uh, that's some good, good shit. Uh, Saturday Night Slam Masters, of course, the uh, pro wrestling slash fighting game made by Capcom. Uh, released in arcades in 1993 on SNES and Genesis a year later. And, uh, yeah, it's a wrestling game in which you can play as a colorful cast of characters, but also Hagar from Final Fight. Um, very important. Uh, also establishes the, like, bizarre world of, I believe the, the wrestling federation that you're fighting in is the Capcom Pro Wrestling Association, CPWA, and, uh... I was gonna you know, say that I feel like it doesn't come up ever again. <laughs> I was gonna say that that technically makes this a Street Fighter prequel, right? Um, yeah, like I, uh, I'm curious about the the CPWA, the Capcom Pro Wrestling Association, especially as more and more Street Fighter games have come out. Like, could we ever see a return to pro wrestling as opposed to street fighting? God, and, that'd be so cool. Yeah, and like, you know. Armika, Zangief, 
Oh. Yeah. Fucking, I, you know, uh, Zangief, Mika, fucking El Fuerte. Oh, um, uh, yeah. I was going to say, I feel like it's come up before that we've demanded a Capcom wrestling game featuring probably. the Street Fighter characters. Like, yeah, probably. Armika, <laughs> Hakan, E. Honda, Zangief, mm-hmm. Hagar. Yeah. There's some good Who wrestling... Uh, good wrestling characters also, I mean, from Final Fight, you got fucking Hugo and Poison. Uh, yep. you know, fucking, they would, uh, they'd fit right in in there. Um, trying to think if there are any other fucking, like, wrestling characters. I gotta play, you know, I just got the PS5, so I haven't played Street Fighter Six yet, but I'm hoping they added a new wrestling character. Uh, I'm sure they have some. I don't yeah. think they've added a new wrestling character. Possibly Marissa. I would think you count she's Alex, kind of- David? I would count Alex, yeah. Yeah, good. Throw him in there. <laughs> yeah, um, Alex think, is your John Moxley of the Capcom Pro Wrestling Association. I think Marissa is kind of like a gladiator wrestling type character, but mm. I know that Zangief in Street Fighter Six, like they added more pro wrestling attitude right. to. So, yeah, Marissa, the kind of lady you could see fighting in a coliseum, though not necessarily a pro wrestler. Um, I mean, Marissa's the kind of woman that I could see doing anything she wants to me. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm captivated by this uh, Capcom Pro Wrestling Association. I feel like they should uh, they should bring it back. Like, it's it's been a minute. You know, there's only a couple of games in this Saturday Night Slam Masters series. And, uh, you know, I feel like, uh, I feel like we're overdue for a revisit. Um, Weren't there more than one? Yes. Uh, okay. So this uh, that was the a original, genuine question. Yes, the, uh, the original is Saturday Night Slam Masters, or as it was called in Japan, Muscle Bomber: The Body Explosion. Uh, Why would you change is, that? Why would you change that? <laughs> yeah, I, I have to assume they signed up the guy from Fist of the North Star, and then <laughs> we're like, wait, 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 no, we didn't really mean blow anybody up. <laughs> like, it's pro wrestling. This isn't Mortal Kombat. We're gonna fucking. Yeah, there's pins and submissions and shit. It's like, oh, okay, so you you don't need any of the characters to explode? All right, well, I already drew the sick-ass logo to go with it. We, we should probably just still call it Muscle Explosion Body Bombs. And, uh, yeah, they just they stuck with it, which is a great name. Uh, yeah, I feel like, uh, yeah, I've been watching a good amount of wrestling these last few years, and I feel like if any of the fucking wrestling companies were willing to put on, like, a a weekly show or a pay-per-view called The Body Explosion or The Muscle Bomber, I'd be like, all right, yep, cool. That's uh, that's appointment viewing right there. I, you know, you got my money. I mean, Samoa Joe's finishing move is called The Muscle Buster. Okay, that's pretty good. That's damn good. But if, like, if AEW Collision had come out and been called AEW Body Explosion, yeah, I, uh, I would have gone for it. They, uh, granted yeah. that, you know, the AW's got the weird thing with explosions, and you know the, it's kind of synonymous with failure on their part. But uh, huh. yeah, it, still, uh, you know, the something. Y- y- these are hot words here: muscle, bomb, body, explosion. Like these are these are words that sell here. Like it's it's sexy, explosive, dangerous. Um, but yeah, after that, there's uh, there's I believe the next one is. Uh, Ring of Destruction Slam Masters 2 and there was a remake of Saturday Night Slam Masters called uh, Muscle Bomber Duo Team Battle or something to that effect. Uh, But yeah, so it's been a good 28 years. (laughs) 
uh, maybe it's time for uh, Saturday Night Slam Masters 3. I, you know, I think there are enough wrestling characters. Hell, you could probably, you know, rope Tekken into this. You could probably call Namco up and be like, hey, listen, we're making a wrestling fighting game again. We need King. <laughs> give, give us Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, we... <laughs> we need... Sorry, we need Goku. <laughs> we're, we're making a wrestling fighting game. Please give us the King of All Cosmos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, we're going to need the entire Cosmo gang. It's our top stable. <laughs> Taito, Taito Drum Master. Um, but yeah I I would love to see a fucking like a a Super Smash wrestling of fucking fighting game characters uh, you know in modern day I mean you know I haven't played AEW Fight Forever yet but the game that I'm now imagining is probably better than that one Um, still gonna play that at some point just on principle that's so funny it looks hilarious, but you know, it also looks hilarious and shitty. <laughs> uh, but you know, delightful. I'm looking at the cast of characters here in Saturday Night Slam Masters, and I can't get yeah. over some of these names. It's a squad, man. This is a fucking '93 Dream Team right here. Well, who's, like who's your hangup, man? Who, who's, who's your guy, Johnny? Well, I there's. I like that the American character has gun in his name, Gunlock. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. But um, also his Japanese name, Johnny, Lucky Colt, still a gun name. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a Stingray? There's L a Stingray. character. Uh, yes, there's L Stinger. Uh, L Stingray in America. Uh, L Stinger in Japan. Um, you've got pretty dope. From, from the from the Dominican Republic. Uh, from the Dominican Republic, you have King Rastaban. Mm-hmm. That sounds um, problematic. <laughs> Do you want to know the more problematic name from Japan, David? <laughs> yes. I'm not sure that I do. Uh, it is Missing IQ Gomez. Oh, no. Jesus fucking oh, God. Christ. Bad, <laughs> Real was, bad. Wow. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I like that the Russian character's named Biff Slamkovich. <laughs> yes, Biff, Biff Slamkovich is a fantastic name. And uh, um, the guy from England, Titanic, Tim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I saw... He, yeah, they have win quotes, because it's Capcom fighting games, so they have win quotes like in Street Fighter, and his is, you can't sink the Titanic? And I'm like, well, Tim, hold on. <laughs> you, <laughs> you absolutely famously can. <laughs> Clearly, we recorded this before April of 1912. Yeah. <laughs> I could see it if, he, if his name was like, you know... Uh, I don't know, Mr. Sub, Mr. Subman, and he said, like, you know, <laughs> you could never squash the sub. <laughs> I'm just, because, you know, but Sing of the Titanic's, like, the thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, like, like, give me $2,500 and I'll take you, show you. Exactly. I'm just imagining a version of A Christmas Carol where at the end, Tiny Tim <laughs> takes a bite of the goose and morphs it to Titanic Tim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was about to say, I was like, I'm imagining a version of A Christmas Carol. You're listening to a different show right now, aren't you? <laughs> and they just piece the shit out of Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> like, mwah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Johnny, you didn't get through a couple of these other names. Uh, you know, there's Alexander the Greater. Uh, which is great because it's not spelled uh, G R E A T. It's not greater than Alexander the Great. It's greater like a cheese grater. Um, so it's uh, it's like a merciless Australian wrestler. There's also Jumbo Flapjack, which 
you know, is not only a uh, fantastic wrestling name, but also a really great order at Cracker Barrel. Um, there, yeah, I mean, it's just there's just good names in here, man. Uh, you know, a colorful cast of characters that uh, I would love to see a return of all of them. And also now they have like 20, 30 more years of fucking wrestling history to draw from. Like if they were going to try to do pastiches of, you know, wrestling in the last fucking three decades, uh, you know, they, they got a lot of people to draw from. So it'd be good. But the game itself, quite fun. Fighting game, arcade style, wrestling, you know. It's like Street Fighter, but with pins. <laughs> like it's uh, it's fun. You can do some do some grappling moves, do some finishing moves, and uh, you know, I don't know, man. I, I love that you know for some reason it's it, you know it feels like Saturday Night Slam Masters draws you in. Like you you see this in an arcade. It's 1993. There it can only be Saturday Night. Like when else would you be in an arcade? Like. This game feels synonymous with, with arcade life back in the 90s. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, can you think of a time that you were in an arcade and it wasn't the weekend? Hey, I famously Unless... skipped school all the time to go to the arcade. Okay, yeah, you know, fucking old Johnny Cut class over here. <laughs> Unless it was, like, a holiday, like a 4th of July that fell on a Tuesday. Like, yeah, sure, let's go to the arcade. Right. God, man, Labor Day Slam Masters. Yeah, that would have been uh, less of an enticing title. <laughs> he could only play it once a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah four-day weekend Slam Masters. <laughs> I don't think they have Labor Day in Japan. They should. Not yet. Yeah, we can get it there. Um, Start writing the letters. Yeah. Change.org, guys. <laughs> Fight the power. <laughs> but yeah, uh... Yeah, you know, just a just a dope game and a great concept and uh, something I'd love to see uh, a return of. You know, uh, characters crossing over in less than serious ways. You know, I'm all for it. It's great. Um, you know, even I mean, you know, there's Hagar in this game. Hagar is a pro wrestler, and you know, he was in Final Fight as a former pro wrestler. Jesse, can you think of an instance in which any other Final Fight character? could possibly feel like they're in the right place within a wrestling game. I mean, you know, think on the Final Fight characters and think if there's anyone that should be maybe in a wrestling ring. Cody? That's kind of who I'm driving at here. You know, it, it, you know there's only, uh, you know, it, it just feels a little too obvious that Cody should maybe be in a, a wrestling ring. David, what do you think? Hugo? Mm-hmm. Hugo, yes, Considering could. that he's also a wrestler from Final Fight? Right, yeah. I was just thinking on the playable Final Fight characters. Like, you know, guy, a little tough as a tough to put over as a wrestler. He's a he's a ninja guy. A lot of ninjutsu. But Cody, kinda your all-American blonde guy, seems like he should also be in this game. Like, you know, I don't know. You know, just does he need a personality? No. He's from America. He's blonde. His name I mean, is Cody. He's strong. He knows he, Hagar. That's good he, enough for me. He Same. took to the he took to the streets, beating up gangs, got locked in prison, and became a vigilante. Does that sound like a pro wrestling backstory? Like 
It's actually a pretty good mix of pro wrestling backstories. So it's kind of a little, little Cody. Legitimately little... asking, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit of Cody and a little bit of Dom Mysterio at this point. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, That's perfect mix. God, that would be also pretty good. So, yeah, bring it back. Bring back Capcom Pro Wrestling Association. And, uh, yeah, I love it. Fucking love these Saturday Night Slam Masters. I love them any day of the week. There. I, I'm not afraid to say it. Game 5.
All right, guys. So this is this studio's first major uh, breakout hit after changing their name. Uh, before this game came out, they were previously known as Chaos Studios. Who's got some answers? Oh boy, do I. Okay, let's see here. Uh, David says, front lines, colon, fuel of war, incorrect. Uh, Jesse says, Warcraft, orcs versus humans. And John says, Warcraft, which is close enough. This is Warcraft. Goddamn right. Sorry, was Frontlines not developed by Chaos Studios? I have no idea. It, I mean, it uh, may it, have been. But did it fit the trivia, David? Was it the game? It, it was, but it's clearly not the game because Chaos Studios went defunct in, like, 2011. Different Chaos Studios, um, I assume. This one ended up becoming Blizzard, David. You guys want to tell? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's such a generic name that they had to change it to, to Blizzard. Am yeah, I saying so, that right? Blizzard? Yes. Yeah. There's, there's I believe it's pronounced Blizzard. <laughs> ah, okay. They started as Silicon and Synapse, and apparently um, the founders were like, too many people are confusing Silicon with Silicone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they silicone and Synapse, <laughs> Titties on the Brain Studios. <laughs> so they changed. That's the uh, name of our upcoming game development company. Hell yeah. So. God, this is a little too clever for us. <laughs> Maybe is we're like that? titty brain. Yeah, exactly. We're going to go with tit mind. <laughs> the collective tit mind. 
Um, but yeah, so yeah, uh, I was not aware of uh, Blizzard previously being named these awful names. Um, what I was aware of is that last song being fucking <laughs> a very Warcraft song. Um, I don't know the soundtrack well, but that song was that sounded exactly like I am a medieval man, but not played like at a disco tempo. So thank I'm, you, Johnny. For oh, that. You're very welcome. Yeah. Appreciate it. Was that song featured in the Warcraft movie by chance? <laughs> God, it should oh, have been. Oh God, I wish. <laughs> Does it, you know, did anybody see that fucking movie? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> no. I meant to see it and I've heard it's actually okay. So I, but I just haven't. I watched like I mean, 30 it, minutes of it and just fucking turned it off. It wasn't for me. I realized I'm like, no, I'm not enough of a fan of this to fucking get anything out of it. Um, I just wanted to hear them say like names I'm familiar with. Like, right. Oh, he said Thrall. I know that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, I've heard if you're a fan of Warcraft, it's great. If you're not a fan of Warcraft, it's terrible. Well, see, I, you know, I've heard almost nothing about it. I've heard it got very popular in China. It's one of the most successful video game movies of all time. And it was directed unusually by Duncan Jones, the director of the sci-fi kind of existential movie Moon, uh, also <laughs> notable for being David Bowie's son. I was going to yeah, say, it's yeah, David yeah. Bowie's son, right? <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, hey, you made Moon. How would you like Warcraft? <laughs> Somehow he's like, I don't know. Yeah, sure. And See, I feel like that was an instance of like, did well and they're like okay what do you want to do and he's like I'm a huge fan of Warcraft let's make that is fucking he, movie do you, do you think he's like a big nerd he's David Bowie's son I would imagine I would imagine he's probably pretty ex- like a eccentric guy did you see Moon no not, I, sounds like it might be good it's very um hold on David I want to do a do a quick guessing game of how much money you think Moon made at the box office? <laughs> I would like to turn this over to Johnny so he can talk about the game that he brought. No, 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 no. I want uh, just real quick, David. You said you know Duncan Jones probably got Warcraft on the you know resounding success of Moon. You know Moon cost five million dollars. This is two thousand nine money. How much money do you think Moon made at the box office that was, you know, that gave Duncan Jones the blank check to make Warcraft? Can I take a guess? Oh. I'm going to guess two and a half million. Uh, Okay, Johnny, it says two and a half million. And David, what was your answer? Fifteen? No, internationally, Moon made nine million (laughs) dollars. Okay, so nearly double. Nearly double its production budget. (laughs) Um, yeah. No, I I don't understand why Duncan Jones, director of uh, indie existential movie Moon, got handed the keys to Warcraft uh, and made one of the highest grossing films of all time with it, thanks to China. It's it's a weird story. Um, I mean, an indie movie that makes almost double its budget is pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, You know, last thing on the Warcraft movie, it was the highest grossing video game movie until the Super Mario Brothers movie earlier this year. What? Yeah, no okay. shit. Yeah. Oh my Take god. Take that, Sonic. It whoops Sonic's ass. <laughs> I was gonna say, and I would bet that like 80% of that gross came from China. 
Yes, very much so. It <laughs> did terribly in America. It made $47 million in America. Its final gross was $440 million. Holy hell. Jesus. Yeah. So China we, loves orcs. We didn't care. China really liked the orcs. Anyway, um, we should probably watch Warcraft at some point. <laughs> we should maybe get back to watching video game movies. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of down for that, too. Uh, so, Johnny, Warcraft, the game. How does it compare to Warcraft the movie? Um, well, for one thing, it's not a movie, so off the bat, <laughs> it's, it's going to be a pretty different experience. It's a lot no it's different. A, it's significantly more interactive. <laughs> right. <laughs> you control a lot more of the action. <laughs> yeah, like when, when you go into the movie with a keyboard and mouse, they're like, excuse me, what, what are you doing? Um... <laughs> I remember when this game came out, I really enjoyed... Like, there's a lot of little details, like, the manual... Part of the manual is written like an orc. Um, oh my god, that's Like, the, his part of the back... The orc's backstory was basically told from the perspective of an orc. Um, it was even, like, in a weird, that's like, that. font, you know, that didn't, like a messy kind of font, you know? Um, that's fun, like a... Yeah. yeah. Like journal, like, scribblings. Yeah, exactly. Good. It's pretty basic compared to the later Warcraft games. There's no air units. There's no uh, naval units. You know, it's all just land units. Um, and I think in this one, it's, it's like a one-to-one -one thing. Like for every, um, you know, like in later games, they sort of tweak the balance a little bit by giving having more special abilities. But in this game, it's like they both have archers. They both have brawlers. They both have spellcasters that cast the same spells, <laughs> you know, like it's... Uh, okay, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. I kind of thought the whole point of humans fighting orcs was that they were maybe a little outmatched. Uh, or in some way. But, you know, again, I'm not a Warcraft guy, so I don't know. Yeah. And I might be off... Maybe, well, they mix that up in the late. Yeah. There might be some differences, but I, I remember back... I remember up going... Like, I played Warcraft 2 first, and then I went back and played this and being very frustrated that everything was the same no matter what you chose. <laughs> right. Just off the top of my head, based on my rudimentary knowledge of Warcraft, I would guess that the orcs are probably superior at, I don't know, physical strength. Things like that. And the humans, perhaps, more intelligent. Therefore, maybe they cast different magics and things like that. Um, that's just me spitballing here. I have no knowledge. But, but they didn't work that into this first game. <laughs> no. No. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah. well, typically, your magic users like Warcraft 2 were like ogres. Uh, which you think ogres would be real dumb. And that's true. So the, the magic casters had two heads. Because because oh. uh, one, a one-headed ogre is not smart enough to cast magic. Mm -hmm. But a two-headed ogre feels like they're like telling a joke just in that character design. I know, isn't it? <laughs> <They're> <laughs> awesome. How many heads does an ogre need to fucking cast a spell? <laughs> Two, one to one to beat some ass, and <laughs> the other one to cast the spell. I mean that the spell that they cast, or the main spell I remember casting with them was bloodlust, right? <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, it was it was a spell all about beating ass. Nice. It was a spell that would give you temporary, um, I think, speed and attack increases. Um, yeah. So yeah, you just get some ogres, cast bloodlust on a bunch of guys, and just go to town. A troll turn. I like it. Yeah. I. I sincerely apologize if this is racist and gets me canceled, but... Okay, let's calculating computer, please, quick. What is the difference between an orc and an ogre? 
Oh, okay. Well, orcs are like, you know, green skin, you know, kind of, you know, people And ogres are like gigantic. Like, they're like, not gigantic. I'd say they're like, okay, like your typical orc would be like about six foot five, you know. A typical ogre would probably be about like eight five. Okay. Oh, shit. So right, is there, like are we talking like the Lord of the Rings relationship between like I don't know, say a, like a goblin and a cave troll here, like, you know, um, or is well, it more like oh, a more, like, more a, like, a, like a cave troll and an orc? Yeah, more like an urukai to a cave troll or a god. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Again, apologies to any orcs or ogres orcs that, that are listening, listening to the yeah. show. <laughs> David, you oh, really, fuck, fuck. God, you skirted that line, man. You just. <laughs> Whew, you, you threaded that needle. I I, di- I don't want to say elegantly, but I do believe we're not canceled. I swear to God, though, David, Fire if I wake up tomorrow to a bunch of ogres casting bloodlust and banging down my door, I'm going to be pretty upset. Yeah. I mean, if anything, yeah. they're going to be banging down my door. I asked. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, Johnny lives in Baltimore. There's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of orcs. Um... Chicago, famously orc-free. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Yeah. It's, uh... Warcraft's cool. Uh, When's the last time they made a Warcraft game? Have they just been updating World of Warcraft for, like, 20 years at this point? Or have they made a new... Have they made a new, like, actual Warcraft game since... Nope. Yeah, yeah cool. they've been either updating, they've done some like remasters slash re-releases of old games. You know, like they have, they put out World of Warcraft Classic in 2019. They, they found had, their fucking cash cow. Yeah, they had Warcraft That's 3 Reforged, but everything Back. else is just updates the World of Warcraft. Yeah. But Diablo 4 that just came out. Well, that's true. Yeah, huh? I mean, I'm not saying Blizzard doesn't make anything anymore, but do they make Warcraft things? Again, uh-huh. another stupid question: Is Warcraft the one that got the DLC expansion with pandas? Yes. World of Warcraft. Okay, cool. World, yeah. The original this Warcraft. Is, I have a vague idea of what we're discussing. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you guys feel welcome in the world of Warcraft? I do. Okay. Yeah. Good. Johnny, what about you, man? No, I've always yeah, you felt were, un- uneasy. You were like a Battle.net guy back in the day. Like, you know, did that translate into you being an early? Uh, World of Warcraft guy, and like, if not, would you feel comfortable entering the world of Warcraft today? I've never played a single minute of World of Warcraft. <laughs> you and me both, baby. I was on, I was on Battle.net, you know, yeah, for Diablo 2 and Starcraft. That was kind of my peak Battle.net time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember even by the time Warcraft 3 came out, I was kind of getting out of it a little bit, but that was more an issue of uh, my computer wasn't good enough to play Warcraft 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, good. <laughs> that, that's the main thing stopping me. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I don't think I would feel welcome. Um, I feel like I've uh, spent too much time outside of it that if I showed up, I would just immediately die or be killed or whatever. Right, you try to make some reference to these old uh, Warcraft games, and the culture will have just you know immediately pointed you out and be like, this guy's got to be 40 years fucking old. Like, what is he doing here? <laughs> I'm only 37, leave me alone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. I just want to throw my hat in. As somebody who had to ask the difference between orcs and ogres, I do not feel comfortable in the world of Warcraft. See, I I, I wonder, is it noob-friendly? Or like, okay, that's good. 
I just, you know, I don't know much about these online worlds. You know, are they, are they clickish? Are they catty? You know, can you enter I mean, the fucking world? Are there <laughs> like, mean girls in the world That's of what I'm worried about. I don't want to go in there and find a bunch of mean orcs. They're just like, look at this level one motherfucker. You know, this game's been online for fucking 18 years. Where have you been? Stop trying to <laughs> I mean, make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Basically what I think is going to happen. Yeah, I, um... Oh, crap, I was going to say World of Warcraft. Um, I, I would very much like to see a stream of David joining World of Warcraft and just asking God. people, hey, what's the difference between an orc and an ogre? <laughs> 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 David just earnestly asking questions and just being fucking banished. <laughs> no, I mean, sir, you must leave. <laughs> I would do it. But only if I prefaced every question with, I'm sorry if this is racist, but... <laughs> sorry this is racist, yeah. but, like, why are there pandas here? <laughs> Can we, you know, do we need to unpack this a little bit? Let's wrap on this for a minute. Why, you know, uh, It makes no sense. Why is there a race of pandas? I'm when not it's here just to judge. famously been orcs versus humans. I don't know. Just ask I think the real question is, why do they shut out pandas for all those years? <laughs> exactly. Where were the pandas in 94, man? <laughs> yeah. well, they did pandas dirty. <laughs> I love the implication that, you know, these orcs and humans were fighting and then just out of frame, there were a bunch of pandas just like, right. yeah, sure. Yeah. You guys have at it. Not interested in this. <laughs> just eating their bamboo. Mm-hmm. Not fucking... Yeah, I have to be forced to fuck. <laughs> Whoa, hold on. That is a very negative stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly true. Um, <laughs> David, you go get some pandas to fuck, man. Let us know how that goes. You'll win some awards. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Johnny, good pick, man. Love the love taking it old school. <laughs> um, man, what a, what yes, a game. What a time. Daddy. Adding to my uh, recent wanting to get back. Oh, yeah? You're feeling inspired, Jesse? So, definitely doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, uh, has there been a... Like, when you say get back into Warcraft, do you mean an MMO Warcraft? Or do you mean, like, yeah, just go, wow. pl go play some fucking old school Warcraft? Can you still play this? I think... Man, like, can, can you find Johnny and play this with an old computer? I mean, you can do that too, but I think. Uh, oh, okay, maybe, I, yeah. This I'm wasn't asking. this, or it's on good old games, actually. I remember. Yeah. Basically, okay. we're See, just wondering: can this be the next stream? Same. Yeah, I don't think they've done any kind of re-release, and this game was not. This and, and Warcraft Two weren't originally compatible with Battle.net. I know they made a Battle.net edition of Warcraft Two later, but I don't know if they ever put the first Warcraft on it. As like a playable game, it might be you can log in to Battle.net and download or something like that. But all right, now here's the real question, Johnny. Before we go to calculating computer, who you got? You an orc? Or are you a human? Orc, every time. Jesse, orc. Are you guys allowed to play each other if you're both orcs? Is there orc on orc violence in this game? Those tons. I mean, I'll, I'll settle for you, but you could do that. Oh yeah, you can. I've just always been pro orc. Yeah, we're yeah. No, we can double bolus it up. It'll be a lot of fun. I bolus, I bolus my guys. You bolus your guys. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a whole blood yeah. orgy. Yeah, just let the bloodlust wash over you. You know, forget what game you're even playing. It's great. I uh, I love it, man. We should get this going. David, get a uh, get on that, man. You play a lot of online games. You go ahead and research. What the uh, fuck do I have to do with this? Get us, get us reconnected to to Warcraft to you know Battle.net. Still a thing. I'll I'll call up my contacts at sir. Yeah, David's got the uh, shittiest internet of all of us, so he should probably be the one to make the phone call and get us connected back to the uh, battle.net. Good. I I hope you enjoy streaming at three frames per second. Yeah, baby. I like it. 360p. Fucking. Yes. Three, four frames per second. Variable. Yeah, I'm not streaming this game on Twitch. I'm streaming it on real player. You have to download real player to watch my stream. Is this, War- is this Warcraft on a Game & Watch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Optimized for fucking, you know, flip phones. <laughs> um, I've been waiting for Johnny to hit the guy killing computer for like 10 fucking minutes now. <laughs> How are we not there? Activated. <laughs> Do you hear that, like, balloons, the aerobics out? Like... Oops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Hey. Well, well, well. Woo! What a game. What a win. Jesse, the major studio master. We call him Major Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm retiring from the show, just like Major Nelson retired from Microsoft. Yes. I understand that reference. (laughs) Oh, I I thought that's why. Okay, never mind. Nope, I was thinking just you know, military ranks. I was thinking okay, of the word major. Uh, what? Uh, no, it's okay. Um, Jesse's gone uh, Major Nelson and won the episode, and that means he gets picked thing for the next episode of the show. So, Jesse, I'm, uh, I'm wondering what you got in mind, man. After all, well, that, after all that Warcraft movie talk. Yep, yep. We're going to do... Uh... Orc game. Yeah! Wait. I don't know what that means. <laughs> no, no. Human games. Racist no, games. Orcs games. Yeah, racist. <laughs> no. Um, well, maybe. Um, <laughs> it's the summertime. And you know what people like to do in the summer? They like to get out of the heat, go into the movie theater, see summer blockbuster. So, how about games based on movies? Movie games? Yeah, movie game. Classic theme? Yeah. Man. Hell yeah. Do we have some left? I feel like we've done TV and movie games enough times that we might be out. Like, uh... They, they made a lot of movies. Uh, that's true. Okay, <laughs> I'll have, have to check my numbers on that. They've made a lot of games, but they've also made a lot of movies. So, I, know, man. I also like the idea that we're going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel. This should be a fun show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Obscure <laughs> movie games. The obscure is, Kane, is a parenthetical. <laughs> Do you guys know it's, they made uh, a Pink Flamingos game for the Game Boy? Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pink Flamingo Kart Racer. Oh, no. <laughs> God. Oh, I love John Waters. Yeah. If you pick up a... Uh, you, you know, <laughs> don't get any of the power-ups. You can play as poop in a box. Wow. Yeah, you can play as a big fucking sausage hanging off someone's dick. Um, God. God. I still haven't seen that. 
Oh, Don't. Jesse. It's so Don't bad. We should do that for movie <laughs> no. night. Oh, yeah. yeah. God, the dog shit power up. <laughs> no, that's really what I was trying to avoid. Jesse, that's because it is yeah. awesome. Sometimes when you're in high school and your girlfriend's dad tries to say, no, don't watch this movie, you really should listen to him. Like, when, you, when you're 17 and you're thinking about watching Pink Flamingos and your girlfriend's dad is like, I don't care what you guys do besides this, don't watch Pink Flamingos. Sometimes you should just finger your girlfriend not watch Pink Flamingos. <laughs> and, you know, I made the wrong choice. And, uh, you know, is, you it, know, is it I'm, better or worse than that sallow? I don't know. I'm going to piggyback off your point, John. Sometimes if you have a very good friend who you will eventually do a podcast with who says, oh, no, you should buy and watch this movie. Don't listen to him. Yeah, listen, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. It was Johnny who was like, oh, yeah, Pink Flamingos, you got to watch this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we found it at a thrift store. Whew. Good. I'm you know, I'm glad that I dodged that bullet. Um, so, yeah, next week, Pink Flamingos. Uh, <laughs> God, no. That's another theme. No, what is the theme, Jesse? Movie games. Movie games. Uh, good, yeah. Uh, Bonus points of a John Waters. Yeah, if it's a John Waters based video game, God, yeah, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and call dibs on Pecker. Um, oh man, yeah, but yeah, uh, it'll be a fun theme. It won't be a good show, but it will be a fun theme. Oh no, it's gonna be a good show. <laughs> yeah, there's just zero chance. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Um, awesome pick awesome show coming up uh, everybody get your requests in and hell yeah uh, hope you join us next week and thank you to everybody who joined us this week thank you everybody watching live with us we're live every Wednesday night we're on Twitch we're on YouTube we're on Facebook search for Game That Tune we love you guys being here chatting with us in the chat box and just uh, being a part of Game That Tune we love you guys thank you to everybody checking us out in podcast form our podcast come out Tuesday mornings GameThatTune.com or anywhere that you get your podcast. Uh, be sure to rate and subscribe and all that shit. Uh, we super appreciate you guys listening. Uh, you know, just love uh, love anybody that listens to Game That Tune. Uh, especially in podcast form, sorry. Um, Want to give a special, uh, you know, thanks to everybody that checks out Patreon. Patreon.com slash Game That Tune. It's the home for fucking so many great things. Uh, we've got Game That Tune gems. We've got mixtapes. We've got covered up. We've got movie commentaries. We use the money that you give us there to keep the lights on at the 24-7 video game music live stream that you all love. Radio.gamethattune.com. GTTradio.com. GTT.rocks. The home for video game music on the internet uh, is with us. And we love you guys supporting us and checking us out. And, uh, you know, we... Uh, we are so super grateful for that support. I uh, want to give a special thanks, of course, to our absurd fans on Patreon: Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Phoenix Tier Two One Two One, Beast Pond, and the Kerrigan. Fantastic group of Patreon absurd fans that we've got. Um, our request this week: uh, we got to give thanks to that Patreon absurd fan, of course, Taylor Y. Thank you so much, Taylor. Taylor made the request in Discord. That's the great place to make them. Or you can make your requests at GameNetune.club. 
our fantastic social media server. We love you guys joining us there for a lot of silliness. And guys, that's going to just about do it. It's uh, it's time, Jesse, for you to play bonus tunes and send us home. Um, well, from the cinema hit Wayne's World. Oh, here we go. On the Sega Genesis. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Stairway to Heaven. Really? <laughs> Is that <Yes>. allowed? <laughs> well, not typically in the guitar store, but we're not there. All right, we're yeah, in the guitar but, store yeah. level. What a fucking oversight on the part of the developers. So if that's really the track, then I guess uh, we love you guys. Peace out, everybody. Don't fade that shit. I didn't. You, what? That's how, yeah, that's how it goes. It's not the full, like... What? No, it's just like a minimal song. And that's... I didn't edit it. That's how, that's how it is in the game, I guess. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I figured Bohemian Rhapsody would be too cliche. I'm so mad. <laughs> 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 I need a release now. Like this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh, um. Wow. <sighs> Final Fantasy 16 is copyright 2023 Square Enix. Wild Woody is copyright 1995 Sega Games Company Limited. Pillars of Eternity 2. Deadfire is copyright 2015 Obsidian Entertainment and Versus Evil LLC. Saturday Night Slam Masters is copyright 1993, Capcom Company Limited. Warcraft, Orcs and Humans is copyright 1994, Blizzard Entertainment. Alright, Ralph. Blizzard. I've never been so mad at a bonus tune in my life. It was the best bonus What song. the fuck, man? <laughs> it was like, alright, it's gonna pick up any second now. Nope. It's just nope. a fucking slow part of stairway. <laughs> like, <laughs> you gotta be fucking. Well, I imagine kidding. that's when you get kicked out of the store. <laughs> I just, you know, like, <laughs> ooh, fuck, man. <laughs> I, uh, I thought, okay, well, what an impressive feat of Genesis sound engineering they would fucking throw the whole stairway up in a fucking game. Yeah, I was getting nope. I was getting so ready to be like, oh, how are they gonna do this? 
That's what I'm saying. I was it's like waiting for it to hit. And the secret yeah. is they it's don't. still the Sega Genesis, guys. Yeah, but you know, fucking, you said it was going to be Stairway to Heaven. That implies the full song. I got fucking got FM Blue Balls here. I'm just fucking, you know, need a release. Speaking of Blue Balls, have a good night, guys. <laughs> that got me there. That was a good, good night, good outro. <laughs> <laughs>